The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in the Neshmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tenehinu Begin Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in the Fuash Shilema Yosef ben Sarah. Nehel Bat Sarah. Inna Refele Lahim. Betul Shon Choli Amo Yisrael. Amen. This daf is being studied in honor of Musa and Shela Gindi. Hashem Mishmirem Vichayim. Dedicated by... Yossi Hashem Yishmineu V'chayehu Tizkul L'Mitzvot We begin today's daf on daf Pe'amud Bet And we are five lines from the bottom Starting from the Gemara Iba'ilu Gemara has a question Shomeret Yabam Shemeta Okay, Shomeret Yabam died Mi Kovra Okay To whom is the obligation to pay for the burial? Now let's let's just think it out ourselves a little to understand what the dynamics of the question is. The two sides could be well, the Yavam. Even though she's a Shumerit Yavam, but could be already the Shamud is on the Yavam for, for whatever reason, we'll see why. And then we've got to pay for the burial. The only other option would be her father's side, which means her father has to pay for uh, the Ketubah. Now the Gemara has to explain why would I think the Yavam pays for the burial? And why would I think that her father pays for the burial? What's the two sides? So the Gebra says, Yoshea Baal Kavrila. Well, I can say Yoshea Baal. That's the uh, Yabam. That's Yoshea Baal, the, the, the heirs of the husband. Why? Because they inherit the Ketubah. Which means uh, when she died, now who gets the uh, Ketubah? Well, it's on the husband's estate because he didn't pay the ketubah yet. Okay, right? Let's review the case. Okay, the lady was married. Husband died. Husband died. Now, uh, 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 now she's shumeret yabam. She didn't get paid the ketubah yet because she's shumeret yabam doesn't get paid the ketubah yet. Then what happens? She died. That that money that's designated for ketubah, who gets it? It stays by the by the husband, by the yoshim of the husband. And therefore, since the law is. That the one that the rabbis instituted, that since the Yoresh are Ketubah, they obligated them to pay for burial expenses. We learned earlier, right, Kiburata, Tahat Ketubata, which means since a normal, uh, uh, let's say a regular husband, so still a regular case, regular husband has to, he has to pay for burial expenses. Why? Because he has an advantage in the, in the event that uh, his wife dies, so he takes the Ketubah, and whatever's in the Ketubah, all those uh, payments and all those Nechassim. Uh, uh, go to go to him. So the, for that advantage, they obligate him to pay for the ketubah. So therefore, if you look at it that way, since the heirs of the husband are really being yurish the ketubah in this case over here, so therefore they should pay for the uh, burial. Or do you say, or dilma, or you're going to say yurshia av kavila? Why? Which means we learned according to let's say betelil. Uh, in our Mishnah, uh, on the previous uh, day, we learned that Nechsim Milog, by Yashomerit Yabam, goes to the father. 
So you uh, would have could argue that maybe this case is different than a regular marriage. In a regular marriage, the husband is yoresh everything. The husband is yoresh the ketubah, nixem in law goes to him as well. So in that case, maybe I can tell you it's on the husband. But this case over here, like we said, the nixem in law, according to Betele, you don't even split it. Betele said it goes all to the father's side, which is her side, it stays by her. That's what we said, the hazaka. So therefore you could argue that maybe the obligations on the father. So that's the two sides. Do you say it goes after who's getting the ketubah? Or maybe you could say this case is a little different because he's not getting everything. He's only getting the ketubah, but he's not getting because you're keeping everything in its status. So the status of the ketubah goes to the uh, father's side, to, to her side. It remains Baha. So that's the specific thing. Who's paying for the uh, thing? Look at that sheet. Look at that sheet. Mi kobra. Mishum diyesh la shnei yorshin. Right, technically there's two inheritors over here because she's a shumerit yabam. So you have the yabam side, that's the husband's side, and you have the father's side. So therefore, since there's two yorshin over here, who's, who's the uh, obligation? Next to she, yorshia abba al kavla de ka yarte ketubata, vetanya beperek narash le peteta, kevurata tahat kevurketubata. And but since they're getting the ketubah, so therefore they get the uh, they have the obligations. Or do you say no? That since the father's son is getting the ksemil, like in the Mishnah, it's on them. So the Gemara says, Amar Rav Amram Tashema Netanya Befirus Beraita Shomer Et Yavam Shemeta. Exactly the case. Yorsheha, her uh, heirs inheritors. Yorshe Ketubata, the ones that inherit the ketubah, Hayavim Bekmurata Rashi. Otam yorshim shiorshim ketubata hayavim bekmurata. And since the husband's really yoresh the ketubah, the husband's side, because again, let's just figure out how it works. There were certain monies that are designated to, to pay the ketubah. Now that once the husband dies, so that goes to the heirs of the husband. So they really got that money for the ketubah. So therefore the obligation is for them to bury. Braita answers it to Bifirush. Amar af anan nametalina. So it's actually to Bifush Mishnah. We learned this in the Mishnah later on as well. Why? What does it say in the Mishnah? Almana nizonet yetomim shilahin. Okay, you have an almana. Husband passed away. So she gets nizonet. She gets sustenance from the nixiyetomim. yetomim. The orphans, they get yirusha. Right? So she gets fed by the estate of the yetomim. That's part of the ketubah, that's a condition of the ketubah, that the uh, estate has to feed the almana, like we said, until she gets married and so on and so forth. But the estate gets her ma'asiyadayim. Her work goes to the estate of the yetomim. hayavim Oh, but the yetomim are not obligated to pay the kibura uh, expenses if she dies. But her heirs, her inheritors, are obligated to pay for the Kivura. Now obviously we're talking about a lady here that has two sets of inheritors. Because normally she had the Yatumim. Aren't the Yatumim the inheritors? Which means if she dies, the inheritors get the Ketubah. The Yatumim. So the Torah, the rule is, they're getting the Ketubah, they have to do the burial. Here it says, no, the Yatumim, they don't have to pay for Kivura. Her inheritors that are going to inherit the ketubah, they pay for the kibbutz. So we have to give a case where she has two sets of inheritors. One set of inheritors are not getting the ketubah. The other set 
is so what's the case what's the case we have almanah that has two yorshin so must be the case of shomeret yabam she has two sets of yorshin the yabam is one yoresh one set that's the husband's side and uh, her side so that, that's exactly this case which means in this case over here she's almanah so she has two sets of Yorshim. So therefore, which Yorshim are obligated to pay for the Keburah? The Yorshim that are going to get the Ketubah. Now, I understand it cannot be literally a case of Yibum over here because she has Yitumim, because she has, she has kids. The Gemara doesn't mean to say that that's the case. It's just saying from the wordage, the way it's worded, it's coming to teach you another case. It's coming to teach you a case of Yibum. But it cannot be specific in this case because if there's Yitomim, she has children. So there's no Yibum. But the way it worded it is the, these Yorshim don't pay and those Yorshim do. So it's coming to add a case where a lady has two Yorshim. What's the case where a lady has two Yorshim? A case where a lady is a Shemeret Yabam Shemeta. How does she have two Yorshim? Because certain things go to her father. That's the Nechzeh Midlog. And certain things go to the husband's side, that's the Ketubah. And what is it saying? The Yorshim that are Yoresh, the Ketubah, they're the ones that do the burial. Good, so you see a, a support from Mishnah to the deen that uh, the Gemara said. Right? Amar Rava. So Rava says, wait, what do you mean? This is, uh, you can't accept such a law like this. Why? Velema leti Yavam say, because you're telling that Yavam, you got to pay for the Kimura. Well, he, can, he, can, he can have a claim back and say like this: Ah, ani yoresh, ishto en ani kover. He said, "Listen, I'm not burying. I'm not paying for the burial. You know why? I did not inherit the ketubah from my wife, from this shemirat yabam. That you're telling me, well, you got her ketubah, so you pay for a burial. I wish yoresh my brother, but I got to do it on Which means the regular law of yibum is what." The Yavam is Yoresh, the one that's going to make the Yibum is Yoresh, the assets of the brother. So we're looking at it as if it came straight from the brother's account to him. It didn't, we're not looking at it as, because this, this is what the Yavam could say. It didn't go at the time of death to the wife, and then it's as if I have to pay the Kiburah because in the event that she dies, I'm Yoresh the Ketubah from her. And when she eventually died, I'm inheriting from her. No, I didn't inherit from her. It never came to her. It went straight from... Which means, they were married, the original guy. Yeah, nothing. Right, the original guy was married, right? So he has money, let's say, designated for the Ketubah, good? Mm. Now, uh, he dies. Mm. That money over there, nothing happened to that money. She, she doesn't get the Ketubah yet, because she's really soft to make a Yibum. So the money didn't go to her yet. When she died, he says, well, I got it straight from uh, my brother's account. came to me. Right. The only law of paint for the Kibura is since the lady gives the Kitubah to her husband when she dies, so therefore, I have an advantage. You, you gave me the Kitubah, I got that advantage, I'll bury you. Mashiach, he could come along and say, You didn't give me nothing. I got the Kitubah uh, directly from the brother. It never, it, never passed, put it, this way, it never passed through her that you're saying that when she dies, he's now being Yoresh uh, uh, her. It doesn't work that way. Look at that sheet. Look at that sheet, fourth line. Ah, ani yoresh. Ketubazu she'ani yoresh. En kan medinyunat abiyya klum. Ela matai v'tosefet she'katav la'achi. V'en ani yoresh ota el'achi. 
Exactly, which means the brother, well, actually his father, uh, or her father actually, they wrote in the Ketubah all these items that they're going to pay and all that, and the dunyas or whatever comes into the marriage. But all that is by my brother. That's in the account over there. Yeah. That if, what? If let's say, let's, let's speak of that regular. Let's say the, the brother was married, the original guy, and then they got divorced. Well, he has to pay Ketubah. And that's why since he has to pay Ketubah, and if she would die when he was uh, 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 alive, he would be arrested to Ketubah. There's no question you pay. I'm getting the Ketubah from the wife. I got to pay Ketubah. Now I got to pay Ketubah. But Sheikh, in this case over here, we wanted to say, well, who's getting the Ketubah over here? Ketubah is going to the Yavam. Yavam, so you got to pay for the, uh, for, for, for the burial. How's he getting the Ketubah? We understood that it works. Once the husband, original husband dies, so now it's like the lady already got paid. Like she got paid. She didn't get paid yet. But it's like we're going to say she got this money. Once she gets this money, but she can't do anything with the money yet because she's, she's obligated to make a yiboom. So therefore, once she makes yiboom, it's as if she's transferring it to her yabam now. And therefore, he's getting an advantage. What's the advantage that he's getting? He's getting Ketubah in the event that she does, but it's coming through her. It. Oh, it's coming through her, so therefore, pay the Kibura. He's coming along and saying, I didn't go through you. You, you, you never had your hands on the Ketubah. I'm a regular case of a Yabam, I'm Yurish, my brother. My brother gave me the money straight, my brother gave me the money straight, so therefore, I'm not obligated to bury you. That's the claim that we're assuming that he has. So Abaye comes along and says, Mishum Deba'in Alab Mishneh Stadim. Abayah comes along and says, fine, the guy wants to make such a claim? Let him make such a claim, but we're going to trap him. How are we going to trap him? We're going to tell him like this. Okay, good. You want to say that you're like the uh, like your brother? You want to say, I'm inheriting my brother, and therefore I came straight? So you're instead of your brother, you're taking the place of your brother. Yeah. So therefore, I will tell him, good. So fulfill your brother's obligation. You just like your brother had to be covered. Be covered. This guy's trying to take, get away from his uh, obligations, right? He says, I, I got the money straight from the brother. I'll go direct. Okay, very good. So be like your brother. Your brother had to bury, so you have to bury also. Now she says, exactly, which means. By the brother, even if she didn't bring in anything into the marriage. Let's say the Ketubah was, was, was blank. She didn't bring any, somebody said she brought nothing into the marriage. What's the law? The husband has obligation to marry her. So therefore, you, you want to be like the brother? Therefore, pay. Even though she doesn't give you anything, the Alakha says, husband has to marry his wife. So that, that, that's that side. Now, what's the other side? Now, in eno kovid itishto, but you're coming along and saying, hey, listen, I'm not, uh, I don't want to bury. Okay, you don't want to bury? Yitid Ketubata. Then already you should pay the Ketubah. Why? Yitin ketubata shakivura ba'a tahtea. Because the kivura comes uh, instead of the ketubah, which means if you're claiming along and you want to say you don't want to bury, or you don't want to bury, why, 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 you want to keep the uh, ketubah? Can't, uh, can't do both. So you don't want to bury, so then uh, give back the, uh, pay, pay, pay the ketubah. So Rabbah comes along to. This is what I meant to say. He could say like this. Listen again. I inherited the brother. It is in any And I'm not paying for the kibura. 
Now you're going to tell me, okay, uh, you don't want to pay for the uh, funeral, then you got to pay for the uh, ketubah, because that's, that, that's, that's the trade-off, mm-hmm. right? You get the ketubah to pay for the burial. You don't want to pay for the burial, so therefore uh, you got to pay the ketubah. Yeah. He'll come along and say, what do you mean? There's no, uh, the ketubah was not established to pay mehaim when the husband is still alive. What does he mean by that? Look at Nashim. Ligbot mehaim. Kozman al hai. Which is as long as the original husband, let's say, was alive. Which means, this ketubah over here, when does the ketubah kick in? Let's, let's, let's analyze that. Ketubah, we always understood, kicks in at the time of death of the husband, let's say. So now it is the chayuv of ketubah. Okay? So then you have a whole discussion, uh, since uh, 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 the ketubah is supposed to be paid, so let's mechanically speak it out. So therefore it's like the, the wife... Already, there's some coming to the wife. So therefore, when she dies, that money is coming from the wife to the to the to the yavam, let's say, or to the husband. And there was yoresh ketubah. That's normally how it works. In this case over here, but it never came to the to the wife. He can come along and say, "Listen, the, she was married, right? Her husband died. Oh, but wait." Nothing takes place yet because I'm in place of the husband. Mm. The Yavans, I take that place to the husband, so it's considered as if the husband's still alive through him. Because she's not, she's not free. She's not free to go get married to anybody else. Now she has to marry the Yavam. So therefore he can come along and say, I don't have to pay the Ketubah, because the Ketubah Tayyuv never kicked in. Because in Ketubah Mechayim. Man shamat le di'it le midrash Ketubah bechamay. And once already you're going with this claim that you're saying that the ketubah is not mehayim, it's because you're reading into the language of the ketubah. That's called midrash ketubah. What's the language of the ketubah? That she says, um, it says in the ketubah, lechshitinasi leacher titli mashikatuv lechi. It says in the ketubah, when you get married to somebody else, you will receive what I told, what I committed to you, which is the ketubah. Now, which is normally when a lady's husband dies, she can get married to somebody else. She says, listen, I can get married to somebody else. I want my <coughs> ketubah payment. So, Bechamai reads into that statement that what? But she cannot get married to somebody else. Meaning, in this case, you have a yibum. So, she cannot get married to somebody else. So, Bechamai is doresh that in the language of the ketubah. <coughs> Good. So obviously, Rabbi, you're subscribing to Bet Shammai's logic that he reads that into the Ketubah, that the Ketubah cannot be uh, paid technically, or, or it's not hers technically, until she's able to marry somebody else. But once you're subscribing to Bet Shammai, you have a problem. Why? Because Bet Shammai is another shita. Once already you're committing to Bet Shammai, you're stuck because Bet Shammai holds like another shita. Bet Shammai says, any shtar that's standing to be paid, we look at it as if it's paid. <coughs> and therefore, this ketubah, you're right, it's mehaim and all that. But bottom line, it's omed the gabot. It's omed, the ladies omed to take payment. We look at it as if it's paid. I'll show you an example. The Gabbara will show us an example. So once already, it's as if it's paid. So therefore, he lost his claims again. 
which means bottom line, even though it's mehayim and all that, the bottom line, any star that's destined to be paid, it's as if it's by her. And therefore, by her, so she was tarkatubab. When she dies, she's giving it to the Baal, and therefore the Baal should have to pay for Kimura. Which means what's already <coughs> you're going with uh, this logic of Midrash Ketubah. What is Midrash Ketubah? You're reading into the Ketubah and you're saying his claim is what? That no, I didn't get it from her, I got it from the husband. Who are you basing that on? I'm basing on the way Bet Shammai leads into a Ketubah. Oh good, so you have to go with Bet Shammai. Once you go with Bet Shammai, you're stuck. Because Bet Shammai also And therefore really, the Ketubah is by her. Then when she dies, as if she is giving the Ketubah to husband, oh, giving the Ketubah to husband, uh, so the Gemara says, where do you see Bet Shammai holds this? Gemara says, Ditnan. Metu ba'alehen, achelo shatu. You have a letter to Sultah. She has to go to the bed to make she has to drink <coughs> the waters. Mm-hmm. Let's say her husband dies before she drank. Bet Shemai says, okay, she gets ketubah and she doesn't have to drink. Bet Shemai says, listen, either... She drinks, but she doesn't get the ketubah. So the Gemara says the side point. Oshotot? What do you mean? What's the option that you can say she drinks? The Torah says the husband brings the wife to the Beit HaMikdash to drink. There's no husband over there. I can bet they'll say that she can drink. So the Gemara says, Since she doesn't drink, That's Beit HaMikdash. We understand Beit HaMikdash. Because, you're telling me over here, she can't drink. So we don't know if she's guilty or not. So therefore she cannot collect the ketubah. Because the husband, uh, the side, could always say, maybe, you're, uh, maybe you committed znut. If you committed znut, you lost your ketubah. Mm-hmm. Well, prove it to me that you committed znut. Well, you can't drink. So therefore, since she can't drink, and she cannot prove one side or the other, she cannot take the ketubah out. That's betelel shita. But let's analyze betchamai shita. Betchamai omrim, notlot ketubah velo shotot. Which is How can she get ketubah? She's a safek. We don't know if she committed znut or not. If she committed znut, she loses the ketubah. If she didn't commit znut, she gets the ketubah. And what does Betchamai say? She doesn't drink and give her a ketubah. How can you give her a ketubah? The safek, what happened to the law of Hamotzi Mahaviru Alavaraya? So Bet Shammai says, Kasavri Bet Shammai, Shtara Omed Legabot, Kegabui Which means, any star that's Omed to be paid, it's as if it's paid. And therefore we look at the Ketubah as if it is by her. And therefore, she's not being Motsi Mehavero. The star is already, the Ketubah is by her. And therefore, you have a Safek, now if she did it or not, pay the Ketubah. She's, she's holding it already, so to speak. Why? Because any star that's omitted to be paid, is considered if it's, if it's paid. Also, that's Abaye's claim over here. If you're holding like Bet Shammai, anyway, so then already Bet Shammai says that what? That uh, the, the Ketubah is really by the lady. Why is it Ketubah by the lady? Because Shtar HaOmed Likavot Kegavot Then when she dies, the Yavam is Yoresh Yavam is Yoresh, and then already it becomes uh, uh, the Deen of Ta'at Kivurah That he would have to bury her So the Yavara says, wait Ve'aba'inan kishetenas'i la'acher Tetli mash katuv lechi ve'leka 
you also okay, but hold it. You still got the Ketubah's language. The Ketubah says that you're only getting the Ketubah when you when you be permissible to go marry somebody else. And really she's not permissible to marry somebody else because she's really bound by the Yavam. So you have to say that the Yavam is also considered Ahir, which like Ahir, which means the fact that she cannot go marry a Yavam, that's fulfilling the words of the Ketubah when you'll be permissible to get married to somebody else. Who's that somebody else? The Yavam. Which is that she can get married. Before, when she was married to her husband, she cannot marry the Yavam. So it's so, 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 so her husband's brother. Now she can marry the Yavam. So therefore the Ketubah's language is also fulfilled. And therefore we have a conclusion according to this Gemara. The Ketubah is paid by the Yavam. And the reason why it's paid by the Yavam is because he's getting the Kimurah. I'm sorry. The Kimurah is paid by the Yavam because he's getting the Ketubah. And the reason why he's getting the ketubah is, if you're going to go like Bet Shammai, that really the ketubah already is by the lady, so to speak, because kola omed de gavot Therefore, when the original husband died, already she was she was by holding by the ketubah already, and therefore when she dies, she's transferring it now to the yavam. So therefore, since she's getting the benefit of ketubah from her, he is obligated to bury her. Comes the Gemaran, continues and says shalach le Rava says to Abaye Biyad, Rav Shemaya Bar Zera. Umi natna ketubah legbot mehayim? Which means, do we say, is there an opinion that says that a ketubah can be paid mehayim? Which means, when the husband is still alive, do you consider that the ketubah is, uh, not that he pays the ketubah, uh, obviously, he doesn't pay the ketubah when uh, he's alive, but the point is that she has like, uh, it's considered uh, by her, it's like it's considered that uh, she has it. Can you say a ketubah can be paid, mehayim, which is, does it considered uh, hers? Well, let's see the question. Vatanya, Rabbi Abba Omer, Sha'alti et sumchus. Okay, that's not the case. He said, I asked sumchus, harose shimkor benekse ahiv. Okay, what's the case over here? The guy wants to sell his brother's assets. The guy's a Yavam. He inherited his uh, brother's... Uh, uh, huh? He made you boom. He inherited his brother's assets. Now he wants to sell them. Okay, so it says, So it says, What's this problem? They have a shabur on it for the ketubah. And we learned that you really cannot sell the assets because you really, the lady has a, a, a claim on all the assets. So it says, in kohenu, if he's a kohen, or if he's a kohen, so divorce is not an option by a kohen, let him make his wife a sauda and appease her. Which means, listen, I want to sell the properties and all that, and appease her, just agree, and then it's okay. The im Yisraelu, but if it's Yisrael and he wants to sell the properties, let him get divorced. Once he gets divorced, there's no liens on the properties anymore. Now he's able to sell the Yahzir. And then he can marry her back. Look at Rashi on the bottom. The Im Yisraelu. Actually, go start from the beginning. She imkor bin Ahiv. Start from there. Actually, you can start from the before that. Shalach le Rabala Abaye. Lahar shishivwa shi'ilato ve amar nitna ketuba yibamal ligmot bahaim shalyabam. Once already, Abaye answered that the ketuba. Can be paid mehayim really goes to her mehayim. Beyad of Shmaya, who I asked Shaliyah, but she was the Shaliyah. The umi, it not ketubat yibamalik, but mehayim, the yabam. 
does it go uh, from the Hayim, which means does he get it from uh, Hayim, which means does it go to the lady, and then when she dies, it goes from uh, her to, to, to the Yabam? He got married to the Yabama. All the assets of the Yabama are frozen for the Ketubah. Well, we don't want to say divorce is not an option by Queen, because once he divorces, he cannot take her back. Which means uh, seduce her with the wine all that. Get her to agree. Just let her sell the. Leftovers besides the ketubah, put the ketubah money on the side, and you can go sell the assets. If you, if you can pull that off, why not? Now, by Israel, already divorce is an option because you can divorce and then take her back. So, then already all the assets are free. Sell whatever he wants. Now we can take her back. And like we learned in the Mishnah, that he takes it back based on the original Ketubah. Which means, the law is only a Yibama causes her husband not to be able to sell properties. Because the Yibam himself is not writing a Ketubah from his own money. He doesn't make a Kenyan that I'm giving you from my properties. Right? The Ketubah only comes from the first husband. That's the logic why she freezes all the assets. Like we learned earlier, that because since she's, she's nervous, she says, listen, this, this guy that I'm marrying is not committing any of his properties. I'm only relying on the properties of my husband. Therefore, we say, you know what? Freeze them. Because we're concerned that what? Maybe the fields are going to get all ruined. Now, So it doesn't matter. Even if they get ruined by a regular case, well, let's say a guy's married to a wife, if all the fields get ruined by the husband, she can go to the the kohot. She can go to the uh, to, to, to the purchases. So why don't you say the same thing by the yevama? Let her go to the to, to, to the ones that he sold the fields to. Because Makom Amra, any don't sell the truach lebetim. She can say, "Listen, I don't want to be matiach to betim now. I have to go start going to to, to the collections and take the property." Aval katav la ketuba keshemazira vekatav la dekanau dekanena lo matze meakeba. Okay, and uh, but, 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 so, uh, let's just review what Ashish, the point is over here. Ashish just said by Israel, very simple. He wants to sell properties. How does he sell properties? Simple, divorce Once he divorces up, pay ketubah. Now she's paid up. These, 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 they're all freed up now. Sell whatever you want. And now remarry her. When you remarry her, so already you get the original ketubah. But there's a mitzvah to remarry her. But the, the, the point is, we're not looking for that mitzvah. We're looking now, give me an angle. How he will be able to free his assets up to sell them. So he's saying, free him up by getting divorced. He pays the ketubah. Now there's no lien on any properties anymore. Sell whatever you want. Now when he takes it back, so already, it's, it's based on the original ketubah that he wrote. Doesn't matter a new ketubah, but doesn't matter whatever whatever you have here now. Let, let, let's uh, let's just uh, say better that Rashi's giving us over here basically the two options how this is going to work. What is he trying to accomplish again? He's trying to accomplish, unfreeze the properties to sell them. But he can't do that because he's married to the Yibama. And the law is that once he's married to the Yibama, every asset that he inherited from his brother is frozen for the Ketubah. So the Gabbara says, get a divorce. If she's Yisrael, get a divorce and remarry her. What, what are you going to benefit by this? At the time of the divorce, everything's freed up. You paid her a Ketubah. Let, let's say he paid her a, a Ketubah. And then already all these assets over here is able to now uh, uh, sell. And they could uh, remarry her. Again, if he didn't pay the ketubah, it's better. Because if he didn't pay the ketubah, 
So he owes her the ketubah, let's say. He sells all the assets. When he gets married again, he says, okay, I'm reinstating my original uh, ketubah. Or he could just write her up a new ketubah, and once he gets married again, now he's married to his wife. It's not a yibama anymore, and then all the assets anyway he can sell. Because when it comes to a regular marriage, you're allowed to sell the assets, and she'll just take it from the uh, the kohot. <coughs> okay, so that's uh, that, 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 that's the option. So anyway, the Gemara says like this: V E, get to the point now. V E sakadatan. If you're gonna say what, natna ketubah legbot mechayim. If you're gonna say that what, ketubah can't be uh, collected mechayim from uh, from when uh, the husband's alive. Niyahed la shiur ketubah. You should be able to designate for her a shiur for the ketubah. And the rest he should be able to sell. Amech, the Gabbara says, you're asking this question from this Braita that's telling me that's Mashmah, that there's no Ketubah Mechayim. What did you have to quote from the question from the Braita? You can ask the same question from the Mishnah because the Mishnah said the exact same case. Sorry, lo yomar la person should not tell the yevama. Harik ketubatich munachatich al shulchan. Your ketubah is on the table. Elakul nekasav achorayin ketubata. All the ketub, all, all, all the money is, uh, is, 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 is frozen to the ketubah, which is how come you didn't ask from the mishnah? You could have said from the fact that the mishnah says you can't designate money. That must mean that the ketubah is not mehayim. You could prove it from there. So there was no no question from our mishnah. Hatam etzatova kamash malan. The Gemara, the Mishnah is not telling you have to do that. The Gemara, the Mishnah, but is just giving you good advice. Now, what exactly is the good advice? We'll see now. It's not Tovara. She says, Shema Yuvduah Metan Tadivinim Sid Belok Ketubah Vesrich Lechtov Ketubah Ha'edet. We're just worried that you might put that thousand dollars on the table. The money might get lost. The money might get lost, and you're going to have to write another Ketubah to pay her more money. So they're just giving you good advice. The Ido Temahari is approved. The Mishnah is only giving you good advice. Because the Ido Temahari is Sefa Diktani. The Sefa was about a regular marriage. Vechen lo yomar adam neshto harek ketubatik munat nichal shulchan. El akod lekasavarin ketubat neshto ibayel lezbune hakanami dulo matzeh mizmin. What are you talking about? Oh, a guy cannot go to his wife and say, "I want to put a thousand dollars on the table for you to buy and sell the other properties." Of course he can. So why is the Mishnah saying he he can't put a thousand dollars on the table and all his properties are, uh, are are frozen? That's not so. Ella, you have to say it's Mishnah in the Sefer by a regular husband who was giving you good advice. What? Don't put the money on the table. Why don't put the money on the table? Because you might lose it. So they were just like the Sefa by a regular marriage was Etzatova. <coughs> the Resha was also Etzatova. Hachanami Etzatova Kamashmanan. Ela Dribi Abakasha. But from Rabbi Abba, you see it's not Etzatova. Because the brightness is going to get divorced. <coughs> They're not telling you, don't put money on the table. They're telling you the only way to free up the assets is what? <coughs> by getting a. Divorce, and therefore, ah, uh, you see what that uh, that the, obviously there's no ketubah mechayim. So Gemara says, Rabbi Abba namela kasha mishum eva. Even Rabbi Abba is also etza etza tovah kamash balan. Why? Why are they telling you get divorced? Because they're trying to give you the better advice. Of course, you can put the money on the table. Really, ketubah is mehayim, and really, what you can put the money on the table and say, here's your ketubah. But you know what Rabbi Abba is telling you? Don't do that, because when you put the money on the table, it's going to cause eva, it's going to cause mahlok between the husband and the wife. Why is it going to cause strife between them? So look at Rashi. It's going to be eternal eva. Because he's coming along and saying, oh, listen, the guy wants to divorce me, he's so eager to divorce me, already he's putting his uh, stuff on the side. However, but this case over here, he's telling you from the beginning, listen, I'm going to divorce you, 
I'm not to marry you back. I just want to free up properties so she understands what's going on. So therefore, she's not going to she's not going to resent it. So really, the Biyamas tells listen. If you want, if you want to put the money on the table, you can do that also. By the way, we just tell you it's not a good idea to do that because now she understands it as what that you're so eager to get rid of me. You're putting the money on the table that you want to face. You want to get out, so never that's going to cause eva. But she'ekin, when he tells her, "Listen, I just got to free up these properties of this. Let me get divorced. You, I'll marry you right back." Oh, she, 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 basically, she knows what's going on. So therefore, Gemara's basically answers over here to the question: Is there ketubah mechayim? Yes, there is ketubah mechayim, which means that what? That once the uh, yavam marries this uh, lady over here, technically the chayuv of ketubah is there. And really, technically, if he wants to put the money uh, there, he can. How come the Rabbi Abbas don't? Because we're worried about a, an eva factor. But uh, the, the, if, 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 if you put the money on the table, the money would be a uh, Because already it's really a hustle in the beginning. Comes the and continues. Okay, there was a guy. What happened? Nafla le yibamat. Yibamat fell to him in Pumpedita. Ba'e ahu le mifsela la begita mine. Tell us what happened over here. The law is the guy that makes the yibum gets all the inheritance, like we learned, right? So there was another brother there. He doesn't want his brother making yibum and getting all the inheritance. So what does he got? He wants to sabotage the inheritance. So what does he do? He wanted to give the yibamat a get. Now what happens? We learned the Masechet Yibamat. If one of the brothers gives a get, now the older brother cannot even make Yibum. Yeah. What's going to end up happening now? They split the Yirusha. So again, get the case. A guy is making Yibum. He's about to make Yibum. Now the other brother says, well, if this guy makes the Yibum, I lose all the Yirusha. Yeah. There were three brothers, right? One brother died. So you got two guys left. The guy that makes the Yibum is getting all the inheritance. So therefore the other guy comes along and says, hey listen, I'm not going to let this guy get all the inheritance. I'll go give her a get. Once I give her a get, she's forbidden to my older brother. Now already we split the uh, we split the assets. So what happened? Amale. So uh, he came to the rabbi. So the older brother uh, tells him, what, what do you want to do this for? He didn't give the get yet. He said, what are you doing? You're trying to give the get because you want to get nechasim? Uh, he said, listen, I'll make a deal with you. I'll split them with you anyway, so you're not going to lose out. Which means you'll get uh, half the uh, assets. Amar of Yosef, Kevan de Amur Banan, Lol is been Afalgab de Zabin, Which means once the rabbi said, we learned in our Mishnah, that what? That a Shomeret uh, Yavam. Correct? What was the deen? Oh, I'm sorry. That the. Brother is not allowed to sell the properties, which means, then we learn till now that there's a freeze on the properties, which means when the Yavam marries the Yavama, all those properties that he inherits are frozen, he cannot sell it. So therefore the assumption is like this, just like you're saying he cannot sell it, we're going to go a step further. And if he sells it, the sale is not a sale, which means he has no rights to sell it. So therefore, and, 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 and when we're saying that, that's even when it's by him, which is that's when he got married already, and then by him, still you're telling me he can't sell it. Coach Shekin, in this case over here, we didn't even get married yet, which means the Yavam, he's just a potential Yavam. He cannot come along and say, you know what, I'll give you a uh, You have no rights to sell her stuff. Just like if he was married to her. The, st- the items are frozen, and the sale is not a sale. So basically what he's saying is that deal that he made with the brother. And he tells the brother, listen, I'll give you half. I doesn't give him anything. Let him make you boom. Keep the whole thing. 
Which is that, that, that stipulation that he made, he had no right to stipulate. Exactly. He could, just like he cannot sell her property, he cannot give her property away. This property really belongs to the, the, to the deceased who died, correct? And all that money is mortgaged for her. Ketubah. So just like if he was married, he could not sell it. And if he sold it, the sale is not a sale. We're taking a step further. The sale is not a sale. So to over here, when the guy is telling his brother, listen, you worried about losing? Don't worry. I'll give you here. He doesn't have right to give it. It's like selling it. He has no right to sell it. So therefore, that was Rabbi Yosef's uh, thing. So comes again. I'm out of Yosef reading again. Which is the rabbi said he cannot sell. Even though he sold, the sale is not going to be a sale. Let's read Rashi. Rashi says... That stipulation is like he's selling it. I'll give you half. And therefore it's not a stipulation, it wants nothing. So it comes to Gibran and says. Betanya, how do we know that? In the Brighton. Mi shemet veniyah shemet yabam. Veniyah nechassim bemeah mane. Afapish ketubata ena ela mane. Which is, he left a hundred mane. The ketubah is only one mane. Lo yimkor. He cannot sell. Why shekor nechassab acharain ketubata? Because all the properties are designated for the ketubah. Amar le'abaye. So Abaye comes and says, what are you talking about? V'chol hecha de'amud abanan lo lizbin. Afagav dizbin lo avazbine. Zbine? Your rule that says that you're not allowed to sell, good. But does that mean if you're sold, it's not a sale? You're going to tell me every time the rabbis told you you can't sell something, that means the sale is null and void? That's not so. Didn't we learn the case where a person's engaged? Right? So we had a machloket, if a person's engaged, if she's allowed to sell, Money that comes to her at that point. So Bet Shammai says, she can sell. Bet Hillel says, she can't. But everybody agrees, Bet Yavad, even Bet Hillel says, even though she can't sell, but if she sold, it's sold. So the Rabbi says, why are you coming with a, with a blanket statement? Listen, once the Rabbi told you that the Yavad cannot sell, the sale is void. Who told you? Maybe the sale is valid. So the Rabbi says, Shalhu lekamed Rabhaninab al-Papeh. They sent us in front of Rabhaninab al-Papeh. Shalha kid Rabbi Yosef. So they, uh, he sent back regarding this question, exactly like, we, like Rabbi Yosef said, that what, since the sale is uh, void, and uh, therefore it's no good, therefore uh, 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 that, that condition that he gave the brother half the uh, Yerusha is nothing. So Amar Abayyeh, Atu Rav Hanina Bar Talala? He says what? Rav Hanina Bar Talala? What's exactly those words? So that she says... Which means, you sent uh, to, to, to the rabbi, right? He says exactly what Rabbi Yosef. Well, you, you didn't say any better. What, did, you, did you put any adornment on Rabbi Yosef's words? We didn't understand what Rabbi Yosef said. So we came and asked you the question. You come along and say, exactly Rabbi Yosef. Did you adorn it? Did you put kippeh on it? Did you, did you explain his words? But we had a question with his words. Yeah. And you come along and echo uh, exactly Rabbi Yosef, you didn't enhance his statement. So he said the same question to Rabbi Nehomi. He answered like Abaye. Abaye had a question. Abaye came along and said what? Who told you that the sale is not a sale? Maybe the sale is a sale. He asked the question. He said the question when, when they told him the law. And they told him of Yosef's deen, he came along and said, no, Abiy is right. Who, who told you just because you can't sell it, that the sale necessarily is not a sale? Like uh, Abiy's uh, question of Yosef. But he said like this, 
But if you can tell me another reason for Rabbi Yosef, besides the reason he gave, I'll accept it. Which means, Rabbi Yosef's reason that he said the sale is not a sale, I can't accept it because I mean, that's a good question. But if you can give me another logic, why, you know, he shouldn't be able to give half the uh, Yerusha away, uh, I got no problem, I can accept it. So he says, Nafak Rabbi Yosef, Dak Mashkaf, so Rabbi Yosef went out, and he said, you know what, I'll search another reason. And he found another reason why he was right. The Tanya, he found the Braita. What does it say, the Braita? The Tanya, Reshaya, Noshe Be'ahiv. Okay, let's say a guy, he had a claim against his brother. Tell you, your brother, he goes to his brother, you owe me money. Noshe, his brother... Has a claim against one brother, owes the other brother. Umit. Oh. Which means the guy that owes the money... Dies. The one that's the claimant owes the money. Noshe ba'ahiv. Noshe means he's claiming against his brother. Umit. So again, the one that's claiming the money dies. Okay, so read again. Noshe ba'ahiv. He was claiming against Vamit. Now Now what? He left the Shemir Tebam. His wife now falls to Yibum. Lo Yomar. The guy now, the brother, cannot say, Ho'il v'she'ani yoresh he'chizakti. So listen, I don't got to pay back now. Which is bottom line, I'm yoresh all uh, his assets. And therefore, he's paid up already. He cannot say that. Because he owes his brother the money. His brother died. Now he falls to Yibum. What's the law of Yibum? The Yavam is Yoresh or the Nechassim. So he says, I'm a Mahzik. And therefore I have to pay back. Ela Mutsi'in Miyabam. No, we make him pay. What do you do with the money, but? The Yikar Bahem Karka. Buy fields. Vuochev Perot. And he can eat Perot. Okay, look at Ashi. Look at Ashi's language. Once I marry this lady, this Yebama, I get all the money. The debt becomes mine. I'm not going to pay it anymore. He wants to know he can't do that. So therefore, what do you see from this, uh, from this Braita? Right. Which means in this case over here, where already he was... Technically, you arrest the money, and we're saying not. Right, which is the loan here is by the guy, and still we're saying what? We remove the loan from him. You got to take the money and go buy a piece of karka. Because she came in this case, so it was not by him yet. Because she's coming along and saying, I'm going to give you half the property. Uh, well, that case we're talking about. Half the estate. I'll give you half the estate. Now, let's read that again. The Gebra says like this. These ma'ot, the Yavam was not tofest them yet from the Nechzeh Right? Which means he owed him this money. So the, who's, who's he? The money is by the mouth. Right, Okay? Which is, even though now it fell to him, that's the point. It fell to him this money. That's the key. It fell to him. And still, what are we saying? No good. You gotta extract it, buy karka, and can only perot. Which means we're not going to uh, 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 say that, that, that is loan. Once already, once already he's saying that, so in this case, where Rabbi Yosef was talking, 
Rabbi Yosef's case was what? Where nothing happened yet. The brother uh, wanted to uh, sabotage it by giving a get. So he comes along the other Yavam and tells his brother, listen, we'll go half. So Rabbi Yosef says, it's nothing what he said. Well, in that case, over here, it's not even it's not even by him. Which is even stuff that was by him, we take away. Mm-hmm. So stuff over here that's not by you yet, certainly not going to be able to give away. That's the that's the uh, Rabbi Yosef's new source from the Brayta. If stuff that's by the Yavam, they extract, so bring it back so, to the estate. Certainly, stuff that's that's in the estate already, he cannot come along and say, you know, I'm, I'm taking it, I'll give it to you, selling it to somebody else, to the other brother. So the Gemara says, well, it's not so simple. Abayir rejects this logic. Why? Which means, maybe the Chachamim, they did Triyabam, what's good for him. Which means, maybe, uh, really, you're not going to... Uh, you're not going to take out this money. And they're giving him uh, good advice. Maybe they're just telling him, listen, you want good advice what to do with the money? Go buy Karka and Bebeti uh, Perot. Which is, you're right, you want to keep the money? You keep the money, but maybe it was just Aitzat they're giving him. Who, who told you that he cannot keep this money? Maybe when the Brighta said, go buy Karka and eat Perot, maybe they're just giving him... Uh, they're giving him good business advice. Listen, you got... Oh, so comes the Gemara and says, Amar leh. That's the Gemara's question. Amar leh. Tana tanim mutsi'in. The Mishnah says we take the money out of him. Ve'at amad de tabale abdu leh. They're giving him uh, good advice? You can't explain like that. So the Gemara says, Hadu shalchu kamed rabin yuni b'redam nechomi. They sent again the question of nechomi. And they brought this b'raita. The Dab Yosef brought. Amar lehu, hachi amar of Yosef al-min yuni amar of Nachman, zu enam Mishnah. He came along and said, don't even bring this Braitha. This Braitha is not even uh, legitimate. This whole source that he's bringing, forget about that the comparison is not a good comparison. That, 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 that forget about that you could uh, bring this Braitha, but the Braitha itself is not, is, is not valid. We don't have this Braitha in the uh, roster of legitimate Braitha. Which is, they went to the, they went to the Nehomi, they told us, listen, Yosef has a good logic. What did Rabbi Nehomi say originally? If he could bring me another source, I'll go with it. So they came back to Rabbi Nehomi, you know what, he's got a Braitha that says, well, if the guy's in Mahazik, they take it out of Zaykushkin in this case. So that's the Braitha he quoted, that Braitha is Mishubeshit. So the Gemara says, my Ta'ma, well, why is it... Uh, why does he know it's erroneous? Why does he know it's special bishop? Very simple. Because we have a rule that would we learn that things that are metalty movables are not mishubad to the ketubah. So therefore, what do you tell me over here that uh, the guy has to take these uh, monies that he inherited and buy karka? It's money. What did he inherit from his brother? He inherited uh, metalty. So you tell me, take the metal to the buy uh, field and eat perot. That's assuming what? Why does he have to do that? Because you're assuming that on all this money that he inherited, there's a uh, shi'bud. Who told you? There's no, we don't put a shi'bud on uh, metal to for the ketubah. So that's why it's a shibush. So the Gemara is not so. That's not so. We have a shi'tav rabbi meiri that says the metal to the are mishumat to the ketubah. So the Gemara says the ela mishum damar la. So the logic is like this. Because he can come along and say, the Yavam can tell the Yavama, At la ba'alat devarim didi at. Which means he can come along and say, You're not my uh, 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 claimant. Yeah. Which means, 
I'm not obligated to you the money. I didn't borrow money from you over there. I borrowed money uh, from uh, from his bro- from the deceased of the brother, and therefore I don't owe you any uh, money over there. You can have claims over there. Therefore, you want to now inherit this money and take this money. What's your claim? Which means her claim. We thought until now was what? Well, when uh, when he dies over there. So therefore, technically, she has claims on that money because uh, she's, she's only ketubah. Yeah. So therefore, there's a lien on that uh, money over there, technically. So there's a lien on that money over there. So she's going to come on. So we said, what? Let him sell the uh, uh, field. Let him sell that uh, item. Uh, put, it, put it again, a lien on the ketubah with karka and let him eat pirot. Mm. So now he said, that's a shibush, that right. What are you talking about over here? As if she has a claim on that money. So we thought the Shibut was right because she can't have a claim on money because there's no Shibut for Ketubah. No, no, there is a Shibut, let's say. But she still has no claim. Because the, the guy can come along and say, I didn't uh, borrow the money uh, from you. I borrowed the money from the brother. And therefore, from where do you want to come now and put a, put a, put a, put a lien on my Ketubah, on your Ketubah? Eugene's... The money was not owed to you, as if, as if you're coming along and saying, I owe you the money, if you want to put a freeze on it, I didn't, I didn't make the loan to you. The way he says it over here is, I don't owe you the money. She didn't, she didn't inherit her, uh, uh, her husband. So therefore, that's why it's a shibush. So the Gemara says, no, that cannot be either. Why? Dilma Rabina Tanhi. Famous Shabud of Rabbi Natan. What's Shabud of Rabbi Natan? A O C. B. B O C. So you come along and say, let A and C uh, settle with each other. That's the Shabud of Rabbi Natan. We have three people. So how, how do you want to use that there? So the governor will say, Dilma Rabbi Natani. Maybe we can work with Rabbi Natan. They tag Rabbi Natan. Rabbi Nain Lenoshem Bechaviro Mane. Right? He's claiming against his friend Mane. Bechaviro Bechaviro. And B is claiming against C. Which means, how do you know that you take from A, A and you give to C. C? How do you know that's possible? Okay, so we have a special dirasha uh, over there that's talking about over here, a gazlan, right, that uh, stole money. So we say he has to pay back. So the language is, it doesn't say, the language is the asham no. Now the word asham, the mefarshim explain over here is more like a word of uh, like a principle, like a principle. So they're trying to say over here that don't pay back to the one you owe, because if the one that you owe owes money to somebody else, so pay back the original principle to that guy. So therefore you see what that the debts are transferred. So the gazlan doesn't have to pay back the nixal; he can pay back to who the nixal owes. So that's the famous shabud of Rabbi Natan. Now, how does that uh, work over there? Basically, the Shemini Yabam becomes the Baal Devarim. Because let's work it out. Uh, the, right, A to B, B to C. And therefore, C to exactly transitive. Why, why does it work that way? Because uh, the, uh, the Yabam owes the deceased. Okay, now the deceased owes the lady, because the deceased owes a ketubah. So therefore she can come along and say, hey, it went to me now. And therefore I'm putting a shemur on this uh, property over there. If it's not a shibush, the guy cannot come along to the wife and say, who are you? I never lent any money to you. I'm, I'm doing whatever I want that money. You know, you, that's not the, that, the original husband owed the lady. The, yes, that's what he said. That's right, that's right, that's right. So the original brother owes the lady ketubah. Okay, good. And now what? This brother over here owes the deceased. Right? So therefore, come along and say, she come along and say, just pay me. And therefore she can put a 
Put a claim on it, or sell it. Put karka, and therefore it's not a shibush. So what's the shibush over here? We can't figure it out. Why? When the they told him this bright, they said that's his bright Shibush. What's the shibush? Meaning, there's two reasons why it's not a shibush. Either I'm working with Rabbi Meir. That's it, you can put a shibur on Karka. And I'm working with a binatan. I'm a ta'utadin, I'm working with a binatan. So the Gemara says, you're right. Ela, you know what the ta'ut is? De lo ashkeha, lo ashkan tanat mahmid trechum rebi ketubah. Ela ikir bimi'ir, ikir binatan. Which means like this. You never see in ketubah, which the whole ketubah is the rabbanan, to start off with, that you're going to take two humrot on a ketubah. For this bride that it makes sense, you have to take two chumrot. You have to say number one, the bimi'ir, there's a chum on the metatani. There's a shemud on the metatani. And you have to take the binatan, that one, that you can transfer the debts, and therefore she's considered a, uh, she, 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 it's a stars. You can't combine both. Therefore, for the bride that it makes sense, you have to combine two chumrot, and by kitubah, you don't do that. That's why the bride is a shibush. So the Gemara says, which is once you're telling me what, that this bride is a shibush, now I understand what Abaye said once. Why what did Abaye say? The Amar Zu Mishnah. We quoted him this Braita, and when he heard the Braita, he said, No good. We didn't know exactly why. But now that you're telling me, because you're basically using two Humrot on a, uh, on a Ketubah, now we understand why. So back to the original question. The original question was they came to the, the Pupedita, a guy came along. And uh, he, uh, uh, he, he, want, he wanted to uh, uh, make a yibum on a lady. And by making the yibum, he's going to be Yoresh, all the nechassim. His brother didn't want that to happen. He wants a piece of the action. So he was going to sabotage by giving a get. And therefore, we're giving a get now. Nobody can make the yibum. The property is divided equally. So the brother that was going to make the yibum told his other guy, listen, don't worry about it. Let me make the yibum, and I'll give you half. So they came to Rabbi Yosef, and Rabbi Yosef came along and said, nothing, no claim. So Rabbi Yosef tried to support why it's no claim. His first support was what? Because we know the rule. Since the Yavam cannot sell it, and if he sells it, the sale is invalid, so therefore, Omer as well. It's like selling it by giving it to his brother. I'll give you a hand. It's like saying, and therefore it's invalid. The Gibbara questioned that. The Gibbara said, who said it's invalid? I'll show you cases where the sale is uh, not the Chetahila, but the Yavam, if you sell it, it's okay, right? So that was the question they asked against Rabbi Yosef, and they really couldn't uh, uh, solve it, but the homie said, listen, if you can bring me another source for Rabbi Yosef, I have no problem to, to accept it. So the Gibraltar says, fine. He found the Braita. He found the Braita that clearly says that in the case of uh, Yibum, where let's say one brother owed the other brother money, now he inherited him, so we say, no, you got to take that money out, it's not considered it's paid up, you got to put it in the uh, karka for the lady's uh, ketubah. Also, we wanted to say over there, there where it was by him already, and still why you extract it, so of course you're not going to give the brother rights to go give away half the, uh, half the estate to somebody else. So the Gemara said, oh, Rav Nehomi heard that, he said, this is a shibush, we don't take, because for that bright that it makes sense, number one, you have to go like the Bimir that says there's a shibush by Metatan. You also have to subscribe to the Binatan that you can make this transitive uh, item to, to make it the lady's hog. Uh, uh, and therefore, we're not going to say that part again. So technically, we conclude where Rav Yosef was unable to... To, to prove the, uh, his point, and therefore, they can split it. The condition after is a condition. After. Which means after the fact, which is now that he gave him the hefti ketubah, the estate, 
Really, since we have no proof, the, 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 the sale should be a sale.